Have you ever wondered how do you keep customers once you get them? Well, you're going to find out how to do it in today's show. Welcome to the show, everybody. Listen, we've got part two of our interview with Scott Deming and Nigel Charlton, right? We had them last week, and we're going to be talking with them again this week about how to keep customers. How do you keep customers for the long term? How important is their brand and what people think about your company? And the most important thing with homeowners, how do you build trust? Let's join Scott and Nigel as they talk about buttons, heating, and cooling. Do you remember? Do you remember when uh, in my training program? I love that. I love what you just said because I even said, you know, people who get paid, anybody will do a review if they get incentivized. I mean, that's why people don't believe you don't see as many athletes and superstars and, and celebrities doing endorsements anymore because people are like, so why wouldn't you say it if you just made eight million dollars to say it? You know, uh, but I really, I do, I agree with you one hundred percent that uh, getting real real honest to God testimonials from people who were not incentivized to do so. That's the way to go. Now talk to us uh, uh, for a bit, if you don't mind about keeping customers, once you've got a customer, and I know that you said that you've got great, you know, great service and your response rate and all that, but um, what do you do to stay in touch with a customer? And I, and I, and I'll tell you what I'm, what I, where I'm kind of going with this. Um, once you install a system, and the only time you see them is if you if they've signed up for a service agreement, which I have here. And every spring and every fall, they come and they do a clean and check and recommend this and recommend that. Um, but that's the only time I ever see them or hear from them. And quite honestly, when I get an email, I, I have to think, who is this? Because I'm just not it's not top of mind with me. And one of the things right. I think that helps people to maintain a good relationship with their customers is to be top of mind more than most other contractors are top of mind. Do you do anything to kind of stay in the mind and the head or even in the face of the customer when you're not needed, when they don't think about you? Is there something that you do or can be doing or should be doing uh, that gets you in their face? Well, besides uh, what I was speaking about a little bit earlier with social media, you know, we have a business Facebook page. Uh, we have a mail out that, uh, you know, one of the owners, uh, Renee, her and I work on the, the, the you know, monthly newsletters. Um, we also have our event staff who do call-outs to follow up with customers and, you know, talk about uh, any promotion that's coming up for spring cleaning on the air conditioner or uh, tune-up on the, on the furnaces when we're coming into the heating season. So we try to keep constant contact without um, always being in the face. We want to be top of mind, but we don't want to be in their face. I, I get that. I really do. Um, but I'm sure you know this. Uh, years ago, a survey was done uh, and, it, and it, was, it wasn't even a survey. It was an unaided awareness test. And when people were asked, when homeowners were asked, what air conditioning system brand are you using? Do you know what the number one name that came up was? Honeywell. No. Honey, Honeywell. Oh, you know, because the thermostat is in their room. And so when, gotcha. when they were asked, what's the brand of the air, the heating and cooling system, they, they'd all go Honeywell. Nobody even knew they had a carrier or a train or, or anything. They, or, you know, they just, they just said Honeywell because that's what they saw. So again, I, I, my, as a marketing guy, as a, you know, a branding guy, uh, I strongly believe in not pushy, not, you know, in your face, in your face, but 
some sort of a regular, and it doesn't have to be constant, but it has to be regular, consistent. Hey, don't forget us. Hey, we're still here. How are you doing? Just want to let you know, here's a free this. Oh, guess what? You know, your air cleaner, uh, your filter should be changed out by now. Have you done it? That kind of thing. I think that that's critical for maintaining the relationship uh, because as you know, um, you know, the customer relationship is going to build your business. You must get a ton of referral business, correct? I would say uh, 60, well, I know that 60 to 65% of our business is repeat customers or referrals from existing customers. That's and, uh, awesome. So, so, and we, re we reward those as well. Yeah, that's, that's actually very awesome. Hey, one more thing, and then we'll kind of, we'll wind this thing up. Uh, you're a contractor, you buy from a distributor, the distributor buys from the, from the manufacturer. Um, you know, I know that we met at a, at a Daikin event, uh, one, one manufacturer out of, out of several that are out there in, in the game, in the mix, they're all knocking on the doors of contractors. They have recruitment meetings and they're trying to sign dealers up and distributors are trying to do it. How do you manage that relationship? I mean, I'm sure you probably buy from a, you know, from a distributor uh, and they, and they sell a couple of different brands. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who you buy from and what you sell, but um, how do you, how do you manage that relationship? Do you, are you in touch as much with a manufacturer as you are with a distributor? And then what makes your decision to go with a certain brand? Like you've got, you do have choices. So tell me kind of like prioritize what, what makes you go, you know what? Yes, that's the brand we're going to install and represent. How, what's that process? Right. So we uh, we do sell two brands. I mean, you've uh, mentioned Daikin a couple of times. We sell Daikin and we sell uh, Train. Um, but I'll add, <laughs> we say this, uh, we are not Daikin, we're not Train, we're Buttons Heating, but we do sell those brands. Um, you know what, the brand uh, brands are, are premium brands. They uh, they perform well. They are robust. They're great for our climate, for sure. Um, and we've got great managers in, in both brands that we deal with through the through the uh, networking system to bring the, the equipment up from the States. Um, you know, we've got great relationships with them, uh, constant contact with them, for sure, because we're their customer. So uh, they treat us as if we're their customer and they need to, you know, maintain our business. So and do do you have are there regular programs? Do they I, and I'm I'm pretty sure they do. But does it help you make a decision or or feel a loyalty towards a brand uh, based on maybe education, based on programs that are that help make you look better selling the product? And are some brands better than others in doing that? Well, no matter what brand you're selling, or or you know, you go to the car industry. Um, you know, GM, Chrysler, and, and you know, whether other manufacturers, they're going to tell you that they're the best uh, manufacturers. You know, we've been with, uh, you know, both brands for a good number of years, mm -hmm. uh, decades with one of them, and we trust it. Um, you know, we, the, the distribution chain is, is very smooth. Uh, the uh, distribution um, warehouses are close to us. So, if we need equipment, if we need parts, it's very close. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a question. I hope it's not too uncomfortable. Uh, years ago when I ran, I, I owned a national ad agency and one of our clients was one of the largest manufacturers in the world of heating and cooling products. 
we ran distributor and dealer advertising across the entire country for 13 years for this manufacturer. And I'm going to tell you exactly what the director of marketing said to me in a meeting one day. I was with him and the vice president of sales for this manufacturer. And I just got out of a dealer meeting. And the dealers were telling me that they were angry at this manufacturer because the manufacturer wasn't giving enough support. When I said that to the, the director of marketing, he said that um, it doesn't matter. We'll get new dealers. People are asking for our brand by name. And I said, you've got it backwards. People trust the dealer. And if the dealer wants to install your brand, the dealer will install your brand. And if they trust the contractor, the dealer, he can install anything he wants. Do you agree with that? Well, I would say that, uh, no, more importantly, uh, not the brand, but it is who's installing it. So if uh, you know the consumer likes you, they trust you, they'll purchase from you. Um, with regards to support from the different brands, we've got support. We've got really decent support with regards to um, SPFs, um, instant rebates that we can pass on to the customer, uh, different finance solutions. So there's a lot of support that way as well. But what I, what I, <clears throat> I guess maybe I wasn't clear. What I'm asking is, it's different in car with, with automobiles. With automobiles, you actually do love a certain kind of car. So what you're going to do is you're just going to, you know, find a dealer that you think is going to be less painful than the last one. Uh, and, and I'm just being honest with you based on my years of experience buying cars and talking. And I've spoken for GM and I've spoken for Toyota. And I'm, I mean, I'm telling you based on reality. So people do have a loyalty to a brand when it comes to cars. What I am wondering is if you do it all the right way, do you build enough of a, of a relationship and a trust factor with that customer, that homeowner, where if you said to them, I know that you've got this brand, but be honest with it, to be honest with you, you don't need that brand. Let me show you what is really going to work for you. If they trust you and they love you, you, you can basically say that, do that and really install anything you want. And am I correct? Yes. Yeah. If, if they trust you and they're a, a customer that's been with you for quite some time, Absolutely. It, it, it's not the brand, it's the company. It's it's, it's, it's seating yeah. that they call. So many times uh, we have customers uh, reach out to us because we are button seating, not because of what we sell. So um, <laughs> I think that manufacturers are wise to know that. And I do know manufacturers who do know that. And relationships with the contractors to help them be smarter, better, uh, at selling and installing their their product, I think are the manufacturers that win with the contractors. Agreed? Yeah, agree. 100%. Okay. And again, I'm not we trying get to put the manufacturers knocking on our door asking us to sell their brands, but uh, you know, customers are loyal, and you know, Button Seating is loyal to our uh, to our brands. Absolutely, uh, we build that relationship with them as homeowners. We build a relationship with us. Yeah, and and I and I think that that's very commendable. I I would certainly not suggest you do shop around. I just know that there are manufacturers knocking on your door and you've got to figure out a way to stay with a couple and keep that relationship strong moving forward. And, and you do create a loyalty just as you would expect your customers who you've treated well to be loyal to you. Um, right. Hey, Nigel. Uh, so I won't ask you any more hard questions. <laughs> and I really almost feel like I put you on a spot a couple of times, but I apologize if I did. Um, no, no, no. Hey, listen, uh, 
you've been you've got a pretty uh, a, a pretty cool background diverse you've been you've done different things worked at different companies uh you were you know uh, an athlete and you, all the different things that you've gone through and you went through some tough times i mean from from your health to your to your employment and everything give us a, a, a nigel nugget give us some wisdom one one little thing if you don't mind uh you know people go through challenges every day, personally and professionally. They're making money, they're losing money. They lose a job, they get, you know, somebody in their family loses health, whatever. Based on your years of experience and what you've been through, uh, what would you say to somebody who is trying to figure out how to make things work? Gosh, I would say uh, above anything else is just operate your business and personal life with integrity and and be true to yourself and, and others. and never veer off that path um i i can't i i actually feel like i just heard my father speak and and uh i when my dad when my dad was alive when we were growing up my father was i mean i even wrote about him in in my second book just such an amazing man of integrity ahead of his time when it came to respect and and, and dignity and all that and he said to us we had three three boys he always said to us, you're going to be greatly challenged. You're going to be greatly tempted uh, your entire life. You know your true north. Stick to your compass. Don't veer away from it because it looks good at the time. If you know in your heart of hearts that you're not doing the right thing, stay true north. It'll pay back in the end. And I've never, I've never let go of that. You know, I mean, you, there are times where you go, oh, boy, this, and then you just got to go, nope. You know what? This isn't the thing to do. And especially in business, when it comes to uh, not only getting customers, but keeping customers and building that reputation, integrity, authenticity, transparency. You walk around and work with those three things in your pocket every single day. And I just don't see how you can possibly fade. Hey, listen, my brother, I really, really appreciate you doing this with us. And uh, you're, you're just such a pleasure to speak with. And uh, you've, got, you've got great ideas, and I can understand why you're so successful. I'm sure the viewers are, uh, are, appreciate everything you've said as well. So thanks, Nigel. Thanks, Scott. I was uh, happy to be here and participate in this, and uh, look forward to seeing you again in person again, uh, again one day. Well, my friends, that's another episode of EGIA's Cracking the Code, a video conversation series. Our guest today, Nigel Charlton from Buttons Heating and Air Conditioning in Ontario, Canada. What a great guy and what a great conversation. Uh, thanks again for watching. We'll see you again real soon. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you again to Nigel and to Scott. Mr. Dimon, we appreciate you stopping by and taking care of that interview with us. And Nigel, we appreciate your insights. Really important that we hear from other contractors in the business. That's our show for this week. We'll see you next week. Until then, my friends, bye-bye for now.